0: Time is 2.07 and you're listening to The 123 Show and of course it's Tuesday which means we have the food and drinks update on the local side and the global side from Andrew Jambina, the one and only and he joins me now. Good afternoon to you.
1: <laughs> hello, hello, Sadia. I'm, <laughs> I'm well, thanks. How are you? Um, I, I, I should say actually uh, to uh, the listeners that um, that, that Sardia has been kindly inquiring as to my taste buds because uh, I did have COVID in uh, the first week of March is mm. when I caught it, mm-hmm. and it's now you know first week of May, and I can only uh, taste about sixty percent to maybe to seventy percent of what I'm of what I'm eating or drinking, which is a real pain, oh, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it would be. Could, could we could we ask? Um, uh, our listener to let you know, mm. Sadia, if they if they're, if they're experiencing the same thing, or what's the worst they've heard of.
0: Yeah, sure. And it would be interesting to, if anyone actually has had COVID and has found that their taste buds have gone, how long it took before it came back. Because what? I know, for you, you know, I've I've been asking Andrew every time he we we talk, and I just say, "Well, how are your taste buds?" Because you know, as a food mm. and drinks correspondent, this is quite a yeah. major part of your yeah. life, isn't it? So it is. It is. It
1: is. I mean, I uh, I'm still uh, for print media. I'm still attending the uh, well, not at the moment actually because of number restrictions. But prior to the latest restrictions, which are being eased, um, there would be media tastings and mm. um, introductions and so on. And oh. uh, and I haven't uh, I haven't tried one of those yet because they haven't been really happening fully. Yeah. So that's uh, well, hopefully that's good. 60 or 70 percent should be improving in some time
0: soon. Oh, it's um, hard to imagine yeah. that. It's not nice. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, moving on to uh to other taste, tasty morsels. Mm-hmm. Um there's um the first thing I'd like to start with is that it was a very big week for the annual uh, awards that is Asia's 50 best bars which happened last week and it's uh, it's something that's in its seventh year winners were announced in a live ceremony which came from Bangkok this year which was also broadcast online and this year 2022 was the first time for three years that there was a that they were able to have an in-person ceremony with lots of bar representatives from around the region and um, t- top bar managers and people who ha- – actually, there were, there were lots of kind of uh, cocktail fans in the house as well. I saw a bit of it as it was streaming live. And it's compiled, this competition, Asia's 50 Best Bar Awards, Mm -hmm. by UK-based organisers who founded initially something called the World's 50 Best Bars um, uh, and also the World's 50 Best Restaurants, a list that we've talked about before the restaurant one, which is um, alongside with a few other guides that are very well known, is, is one of the kind of key goals for people in the food and drinks industry to get themselves on. So it started with the world's list of both restaurants then it went into bars and then this company based in the UK decided to do one for Asia 7 years ago and Latin America around the same time oh, about one, one yeah. year difference yeah. So What was on the list then? Mm -hmm. Um, So you you have this list, which is the top one to 50. And then after that, they also give 51 to 100. But it's that sought after uh, in the top 50 list that gets plaques or certificates that are framed on the walls for bars in this case or restaurants for the other um, one that happens at a different time of the year. Hong Kong was crowned top of the list. Oh, yes. our very own territory, with a, a bar called Coa, C-O-A, which uh, is is known since it launched a few years ago for its drinks using tequila and mezcal. Um, so that's the agave-based spirit in its uh, creative cocktails. And it's quite something to get on this list because it's using a, a, a jury from each place that is up for discussion which basically includes uh mostly it's it's urban places because it's not done by country so it's cities so you've got singapore bangkok uh, there are cities in china as well um vietnam has i think hanoi and possibly saigon in there but but it is the more um i guess uh sophisticated in the in in the sense of having a variety of world class bars in this case and for the restaurant guide at a different time restaurants who who do kind of clean up in the awards and it's, it's always been neck and neck in the last six years this year being the seventh between singapore and hong kong mm-hmm. so 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 yeah in the past there was a there was a bar which won about at least twice in uh, in singapore which is on the list again this year um and koa has won before it 's not the first time, it's the second time, so um, it's um there are these ones that reappear as you, as you get in other types of restaurants or mm. bar guides so in, in the top fifty i 'm just going to mention by name the bars just so that the listeners know these are the ones that just made it last last year if when bars reopened, there was an announcement just today that yes. bars will be yes, reo- they were. reopening, yeah, yeah, so something to think about if you want to treat yourself to uh, an award winning bar bars drink um there's um uh, there's argo there's uh, all there are eight so mm-hmm. the one that i mentioned is Coa. there's bar argo which is a a newish about two years old in the four seasons there's the albury also quite new in the mandarin oriental then these ones have been around for a while and they these are independent ones the wise king at number 34 mm-hmm. um pontiac that has been around for some years at number 33 penicillin <laughs> Sounds like it should uh, get get rid of a few germs. Yeah. That should go there at number 22. Um And Quinnery at number 16. And then The Dark Side, another newish one from Rosewood Hotel at number 13. So Hong Kong got a really good showing, as it always does, um, and as it always does with restaurants as well. But how do you think Hong Kong did? Did it beat Singapore again or did it not? Take a punt. 50-50 uh, uh,
0: Yeah, it did. Let's just. Well, I'm I going to be I optimistic. Could, I wish
1: I could agree with you, but <laughs> unfortunately, um, it was. Um, yeah, it was. Singapore got uh, got. 10 to uh, to Hong Kong's 8. Okay. So just pipped, Close. pipped Close. Hong Kong to the post. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but, but out of the top 100, I did a little toss-up before we spoke. Um, it was a bit more convincing for Singapore, um, sadly, for Hong Kong's bar industry. Got to do better next year. Mm. Um, Singapore's bars have been open recently so they've got more chance to practice. Maybe that's something to do with it. But, um, but they've got 18 as uh, opposed to Hong Kong's 13. Okay. So yeah it was uh, it, it was uh, closer in other years than that uh, top 100. Um How is it
0: determined? It, I mean what, yeah, when they look exactly. for a bar like I was just going to say like exactly. what is it just what they serve or the ambiance or what
1: Okay I'm glad you asked that question. It's almost as if I had sent you... Can you please ask me this, Sarge? <laughs> no, it's just a very good question. But, um, so, the, um, what does it take to make the list? Mark Sansom, who's the director for content for, uh, for this region, for Asia's 50 Best Bars, said that um, there are so many different explanations. keeps it fuzzy at first. But there are so many explanations as to why bars might move on or off the list or within it. Uh, we do not focus on how many uh, places... Bars fall or rise on the list. We don't comment on what is not on the list. He says too. Mm-hmm. Get to the get to the point, oh, Mr. Oh. Um Our our main focus is celebrating the achievements of those bars on the list, regardless of what number they are placed at. Okay. But uh, but but what does it take to get on there? We're asking. After. <laughs> so 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 to be on the on the list, um, it 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 uh, takes an accomplishment that is testament to. The ingenuity and creativeness and end result of the hard work of the creator and the whole team—it's a bit, is a bit of a funny popularity, no, basically. You're, your, yeah. you're not, not going to get a clear answer. No, there, are no. you? Um, uh, but, but he does go on to say, I think it's, I think it's um, because perhaps they don't want to give a formula for mm. it. But also, mm. um, I can tell you that it is also based on a judging panel. Okay. which is in each uh, place, that each city that is on there, which goes right through the bar industry and the hospitality industry. So there are bars, some of them that I mentioned, which are in hotels. There are others that are freestanding. And you get uh, people who are, say, in hotels, they'll also get the figures from of how many cocktails are sold from the food and beverage managers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will also... Uh, ask about repeat orders or how often cocktails go on and off the list. There's all this kind of information going in, and also there are a number of related um, sources who are on the judging panel as well, which includes media. So they do have um, a kind of they 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 look at people who are in media or books of bar guides and so on. Mm-hmm. That um, and 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 there's a, there's a there are votes and you uh the the, uh, the the people who are on the panel have to um have to actually vote and give reasons why and then it's compiled in london okay so okay. That's, that's, interesting. that's uh yeah so it can vary quite a lot and um what Sadia, so, you, you uh, you're not a, an alcohol drinker, no. is that right? No, no. Okay, I'm not. but but, but so. you are living in the best age ever. <laughs> My wife doesn't drink, uh-huh. and um, and so uh, and I, I mean, when we go out, I've always been interested to see if there's more, which there increasingly is for years now, um, than just the usual, you yeah, know, opener, quite a lot opener, opener on mm,
0: yeah, There's quite a bit, yeah. and then and there's the mocktails and things like that too, exactly. which are quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Have you
1: have you have you found any mocktails which have been, you know, made a really um, an impact, a lasting not impact really, or not, not particularly?
0: It's funny, but but you know, in Hong Kong, when I go mm. and eat out and stuff, I tend to just go yeah. for the tea. You know, I'm or I right. just get tea, so I don't yeah. end up getting too many sort of soft mm. drinks as such. Um, But the mocktails are quite nice. I mean, I've had a kind of, quite I can't remember what it was called, but it was a really quite nice coconutty one, which was pineapple. I suppose it was a pina colada type thing. Um, It was an
1: alcohol-free one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. And that was quite
0: nice. So I tend to go for kind of the coconutty ones, which are quite nice. Mm. Um, But I I can't pin any one as uh, particularly...
1: I, I, I think that um, having a, um, an alcohol-free mojito for as our as our temperatures warm up is, is probably a nice mm-hmm. idea because it's uh, it's a lot of fresh mint.